And they lived on a dirt floor. And they had one bed for all 19 of them. Most of them slept on the floor. And I walked in the house and the preacher introduced me to that little mother and, and she, was, she was dirty. I mean, she was physically dirty. Her clothes were dirty. Her children were dirty. Everyone was dirty. But when I walked in that house, she smiled and I think I saw one tooth. But the glory of God was on her face. And she goes to the pantry and she gets out two of the grimiest looking $2 dollar bills I had ever seen in my life and she comes up to me smiling with that one tooth and she says I want to give you these two dollars she says I've been saving this money for a long time to buy a dress but I want to give them to you and I said you can't do this I, I can't let you do this have you ever been that way? The Lord spoke to me. I didn't, you know, I wasn't accustomed to him speaking to me too much in those days. But I knew the Lord's voice when I heard it. And he said, you get your hand out and you take those two dollars. And you know, it was the hardest thing I ever did was to get my hands out of my pocket and hold it out for her to press those two grimy dollar bills into it. And when I did, she goes like this. And she says, I want to give this to God. You take it and you spend it. And if you think taking it was hard, spending it was even harder. It was the hardest thing I ever did. I wanted to keep them. Now, what would have happened if I hadn't taken those $2 bills? She would have missed the blessing of honoring God. Listen, church, you need to learn how to give. You know what that is? We were just talking about pride a minute ago. This is false humility, which is even worse. God despises it. We think we're being good because we don't want. Listen, when somebody in the body wants to bless you, bless the Lord, you get your hand out there and you receive that and then you pray with them that God will bless it back to them a hundredfold just like the Bible teaches. Now, I know we don't need a whole lot of this this morning, but I think we do need a little bit. Learn how to receive. Sometimes we block up the, the, the glory spout with, with our false humility. And God is not able to bless us. All right, let's move along here. Uh, two more things. No, just one more. That was number five. Honor the Lord. What does he say when, he, when, when you honor the Lord? It says, honor the Lord with your first fruits. He's talking about a tithe there. When you do that, church, now that's 10% of your income legally. I always try to exceed that because I believe the law of grace always tries to exceed the law in the Old Testament. And I like to go beyond that into the area of grace because I need lots of grace. All right, but it says, honor the Lord with your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So, watch this church, so your barns will be filled with plenty. Now, listen to me. Now, maybe you don't have a barn. You say, well, it doesn't apply to me. Yes, it does. God wants to, see, people in those days had barns. Uh, you have pantries. 
You have a billfold. You have a pocketbook. Everybody got one of those? You have a driveway. God has blessed you probably with a house of some description. God has blessed you with a lot of things, but he wants to add blessing to blessing here. You've already got to be blessed of the Lord to have a barn. He says, you're already blessed, but here, I'm going to bless you some more. I'm going to fill your barns. Amen. That's exciting stuff. That's what God wants to do for you, and he will if you honor him. It says, your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats overflowed with new wine. Now, you say, well, I don't drink. No, that's not what that means. Uh, wine and oil in the Old Testament was, was a symbol of plenty. What do you need today? Now, I'm not saying that all of this is you, you just walk up to God and demand anything you want. You know, my children can't demand anything they want, but their needs are met. They're, I would say that their barn is filled with plenty. Now, they don't have everything they need. I don't have everything I need. I've been praying for the last several weeks that God would fill our barns with plenty. I've been praying about this offering we're going to receive this morning, that God would bless us. He would give us seed for the sowing. One other thing. It says, son, don't reject my discipline. He says, I'm going to do all of these things for you. I want to, but don't reject my discipline, he says. He says, or loathe my reproof. For whom God loves, he reproves. Now that is so much like what we read over in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 6, isn't it? That God loves those whom he chastises. In other words, if God doesn't chastise you, he doesn't love you. Or you don't belong to him. So, church, let's not reject uh, the correction and the discipline of God. Now, just, now watch this church and I'll be finished. Just like the blessings come through human instrumentality, how's the correction going to come? How? Human instrumentality. Oh, well, I get all my correction from God. That's not the way you get your blessing. Hello, church. Come under his headship. How do you come under the headship of God? You get, in your, you get in your quiet place and say, okay, Lord, now, I'm under you now. Is that the way you do it? Inasmuch as you've done it unto the least, says Jesus, you've done it unto me. You come under headship and God's authority by coming into the fellowship with a submissive attitude. That's how we do it. Come under his headship with a submissive attitude. Correction is going to come from humans. God will use people to bring us into line. You say, well, what about the preacher? Who corrects him? Listen here, I've been nailed to the wall by my children before. But, Dad, that's not what you said. You're doing what? Look, Dad, you've you, you got two standards going here. Boy. I'll tell you what, the preacher got corrected. Practice what you preach, preacher. I believe I'm under God's headship. And if I'm not, I want to be corrected. 
And I think I have a correctable spirit. And I would just say to you that if you want God's blessing to come through human instrumentality, expect his correction the same way. He's no respecter of persons. He'll bless whomever. He'll correct whomever. Amen. Father, we thank you for your blessing. Thank you, God, that you're meeting the needs in our lives. Lord, I thank you for the financial breakthroughs I've seen in this congregation in the last several months. And I trust you right now, Father, for what you're about to do. Lord, be a blessing among us today. Father, even more than the, the offering that we're about to receive, Father, I ask you that we would just be so in love with you that you would be the greatest desire in our lives, that we would trust you and that we would look to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like for the singers to come back up now at this time, please. And we're going to, while we receive this offering, we are going to um, sing uh, fellowship together and just celebrate together what God is about to do in our midst. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ushers, I'd like for you also to come forward at this time with the offering containers. And here's what I'd like for you to do, church. Now, I know that you've been praying about this and, and you have uh, determined with your husband or wife what God would have you do today by way of a cash offering. There are envelopes on the back of the pews prepared there for you and you'll find a line that says building fund and that would be the amount that you write down on the outside uh, if it's cash or if it's a check or something of that nature now if you do put cash in this do use that envelope so we can give you credit in our account procedure um, over the next 10 months this is part B I suppose what would God have you do uh, over the next 10 months by way of uh, a pledge, all right? So we're asking for an offering today and we're asking for a pledge. And all week long I've been thinking of Exodus 25 and 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I started to preach on those two verses, but I decided to go with this one. God is interested in our attitude as we give. Give what God would enable you by his grace to give willingly and cheerfully and without a sense of responsibility. Those are the kind of offerings that God can do something with. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you today for the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, for all the blessing that you have been in my life. Thank you, Father, that you meet my needs. Thank you, Father, that my family and myself walk in relative good health. Lord, I pray that you would bless this congregation with divine health today. I pray that you would heal the sick. I pray that you'd move supernaturally in our midst, Lord, and meet those needs. I pray that you'd heal our brother Bill Stanford that we dearly love, Lord. I pray that you'd touch him today, Lord. 
and heal him, Lord. Lord, we love him so much. He's so much like you. We appreciate his life. Touch him and heal him, Lord. Now, Father, for this offering, I pray that you would bless the giver today and let him be conscious that he's giving to you. Lord, I pray right now for everyone that participates in this offering that you would return to him 100-fold according to the scriptures in houses and lands and material things. Let it be a witness to you, Father. I pray that we can handle the blessing of God properly. And we trust you to do it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Ushers, you'll probably need to wait just a moment, moment while the people are filling out their envelopes. Just give them a few minutes to do that. Um, be sure that you put your pledge with your cash offering today. Um, some of you, I know, um, maybe you're, you're needing to sell something before you. Uh, that's my situation, partially. And um, I, I'll be, you know, that'll be a part of my pledge. And if you have something, that, uh, a ring or something that you're wanting to sell, just put in there, I'm going to sell a certain item, and when I, when I do, then I'm going to give that, and that'll become a pledge in itself. And we'd just like to have some idea this morning of what we're talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Okay, ushers, I think you can go ahead now. He's the Savior of my soul, my Jesus, my Jesus, he's the Savior of my soul, he's the Savior of my soul.
God is so good. God is so to stand with us if we are. Oh, bless you, O Lord, with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise, with the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless you, O Lord. I will bless you, O Lord. I will bless you, O Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless you, O Lord. With my hands lifted up. And my mouth filled with praise 
with the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless you, O Lord. Praise the Lord. You feel good today? You feel good about yourself? Amen. You're a child of the Most High King. You will have favor with God and man. Amen. We'll be letting you know this evening what the final tally is, okay? So you come back this evening, and let's come back expecting God to do something wonderful among us. Praise the Lord. Hello, dear. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Have a seat for just a second here. I haven't used one of these since I've been in grocery business. When I get in a bind, all I do is call for a sack help or a checker. Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. And that's when I get riled. Well, I had something happen to me Wednesday, October the 10th at 5.30. It took a long time. I used to take all my troubles to the neighborhood bar and uh, turned to B-U-D. But as 5.30 that evening, I changed those letters. I turned my troubles to G-O-D. Matter of fact, I had so much peace of mind, I was an hour late for work the next day. I slept too long. <laughs> but uh, I uh, usually when I get off work, I'd average maybe 10 bucks a day at the bar. That's for 30 days, and that's depending on how the Cowboys are playing. But that average about 300 a month. And that dollar and a quarter, $10 a day, I'm going to put it into the building fund. Now, I, I'm not, a, I've had, no, I'm not going to say that word, but I've had real pressure the last three days. Because it seemed like the devil was really, really coming down on me. So, I want y'all's prayers, okay? Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is good, isn't he? Um, this brother came up to the church last uh, Wednesday, was it? And Brother Carl ministered to him and led him to the Lord. I just appreciate Brother Carl and all of the staff that God has given us here to serve him and to serve you. And uh, I'm going to ask that before you leave that you just come down and greet this brother in the name of the Lord. And Brother Carl, you, I'd ask you to come down too and, and uh, Brother Cliff's family too. Just come on down here. And uh, y'all come down and greet them in the name of the Lord and give them a holy hug, okay? Amen. Just, just be standing right down here, brother. We, we appreciate what the Lord has done in your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tell you what, we love these boys too. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Father, we thank you for this family. We thank you, Father, for what you've done in their midst, what you've done for them. We trust you, Lord, that you would continue to bless them, bring them under the blessing spout, Lord, where the glory comes out that they can receive from you, Father. Bless them and lead them by your Spirit. Father, I pray that your anointing and your blessing and your protection would be upon them. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay.
Come by and greet them now. In the name of the Lord.